Rant at the Movies, a podcast where we rant about films you may have seen at house parties. I'm one of your hosts in Jack of All Trades Mono, and abruptly getting crushed by a giant rock after a fart joke is my co-host and master of none, Kara. Oh, that's not fair. What? He goes out like a freaking punk. <laughs> he gets crushed by a giant rock after a fart joke. That's what happens to him. What else was I going to do? I don't know. I'm going to cats. <laughs> what, are you getting impaled and ripped apart by cats? I'd prefer that, yeah. Okay, and getting impaled and ripped apart by cats is my co-host and Master of None, Kira. Yay! Happier now? Yes! <laughs> the cycle of life continues. <laughs> um, kinda? Uh, no, I just didn't want it, like, fucking Flintstones ending. Yeah, I suppose that is a bit of a Flintstones ending, isn't it? <laughs> Judge Hiram might, or... It's one of the best parts of the film. <laughs> said, said film is, of course, 2014's The Pyramid. Yeah, which stumbled across us on Netflix... Well, Disney Plus slash Star. Yeah. All right. I went, ah, eh, fuck it. I like Dennis O'Hare. I'll watch it. Interesting premise. Yeah, set in a pyramid. Yeah. I was like, yeah, we, we we like Egyptian shit. Watched it when this was shite. Yeah, it was really, really shite. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, we'll leave it alone. And watched Pathology with the intention of covering it for the podcast. And was like... This, this is, is shite. Yeah, this is just like bad, bad. Like, I, I, I had it remembered it as being silly bad no it's just straight up bad bad yeah so like and in a really annoyingly bad way not in a a way that it's like entertainingly bad in a way that I certainly couldn't talk about it for an hour no well (laughs) maybe the way they talk to each other like they're in fucking high school when they're supposed to be like late 20s yeah, but I was like, I can get around the shitty writing because there's like a whole lot of kick-ass and interesting deaths in it. But, but then we watched not. it and there's only like one interesting death in it. So Things escalate very quickly in that film. Yeah, they really do and they really shouldn't. No. Yeah, so we decided not to do that and we're flicking through looking for things to watch and we're like, hey, that Pyramid film was pretty shit, but like fun shit. Let's watch it. <laughs> the and when we watched it the second time, we were like, is hang this, on. Is this better this time? <laughs> And it kind of was. I mean, it still has its issues, and they are many and varied, but... Yeah, it's, it's actually not that bad. It's definitely better than pathology. Yeah, no, you got to overlook some, like, real bad CGI. Like, real bad. It's yeah, not too the, bad when it's in, like, the night vision, but night vision, you know, forgives a lot of things. Yeah, the, the CGI for the main monster is shit. Yeah. There's no avoiding that. But they do avoid it. By not having him on screen a whole lot. Like, they they use him sparingly. Yeah, they also they use the setting really, really well and the panic of the people involved and the fact that the pyramid itself is, like, old and crumbling. Yeah. And they keep getting lost and they're panicked. It's more the setting. That's, yeah, the, that's the monster. Yeah, no, it, it's as much the, the, the labyrinthine maze of the pyramid. But it, it is kind of sold by, well, some of the actors anyway. Some yeah. of them are, are meh and, and one of them is a bit extra meh. But <laughs> <laughs> Dennis O'Hare is great. Yeah. What's his face from the Inbetweeners, James Buckley? Yeah. Uh, as Fitzy. Fitzy's really fun as well. And uh, I quite like Nora. There's yeah. a couple of scenes where Nora's quite good. Can't remember the actress's name. I only have her initials down, so like sorry. Ashley something. Something beginning with a H, I can tell you that much. Like Ashley Harriet or uh, I don't know, she's quite good. I wasn't your man who plays it here, he's not around for that long before he gets he gets crushed by a rock, so he entertained me when that happened. Yeah. That's hilarious. And he screams pretty well. He 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 gets crushed by a rock convincingly. Yes. No, not really. <laughs> for the way he's pinned, I thought he'd be more pancaked. Because it looks like it does oh, it looks like, like it yeah, well, comes straight down on top of him like a giant styrofoam brick. Well, I think that's probably more the visuals letting him down. I just meant after he gets squished. He gives some pretty convincing screams and shit. Yeah. But it, yeah, I think the sets are quite fun. That's one of the things that I did really enjoy about the film. <clears throat> so I think when so much of it is about them wandering around and getting lost in this pyramid. Oh, and they and keep the wandering into different cool. sections and rooms of it yeah. or inadvertently falling through the floor. And they know some things about Egyptology. Some. And archaeology. Yeah. They get some things right. They get some things wrong. Yeah. Not terribly, with the exception of the main monster. Yeah, and the whole kind of greater world story that is there at the very start, but then not mentioned again throughout any of it. 
just felt kind of shoehorned in and unnecessary. The Akhenaten bit or the Arab Spring bit? The Arab Spring bit. Yeah, definitely. Because the Akhenaten bit, I was just like, oh, okay, you're just like some old fart who's like convinced that Akhenaten built pyramids when he didn't. He built fucking Armana. They'd already stopped building pyramids like eight dynasties before that. Yeah. He's what, what, 18th dynasty, golden era? They uh, stop pyramid building. I'm better. To, I'm like, better with actual years than um, so, than dynasties. So I'm pretty sure Akhenaten was like 18th century or 17th century BC. So you're talking about three and a half to four thousand years ago. Yeah. So that was the whole. But, um, the, but the pyramids were already nearly like the, why would these he, also were, why would an Akhenaten have built a pyramid when his whole thing was a divergence from the accepted religion and the worship of the one god Aten yeah because he's a ten he and he won't let you worship <laughs> the other gods <laughs> my new favourite meme but before we get onto all of that yeah shall we go for a summary yes set against a completely unnecessary Arab Spring backdrop a team of archaeologists and a magical news crew head into a recently unearthed but extremely ancient underground pyramid. Once inside, they immediately get lost, fall down, moan about the smell of shit for about 20 minutes, and then get picked off one by one and impaled by an ancient terror. Do any of them have the heart to make it out alive? Oh, God, that's awful. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Not going to make any sense if you haven't seen the film, but rest assured, that was a pun. Yeah, no, coin in the jar. No. <laughs> Just no. No, I'm proud of that one. <laughs> They do moan about shit an awful lot in this film. They, that's not <laughs> what I was given out about. Oh, I know. <laughs> but yeah, so... I have a scene in my head that I don't think is actually in the film that I've somehow inserted from some other film. Right. And I'm trying I'm to, not in your head, so you're going to have to elaborate That there. they're in some sort of mummification lab thing, but I think that might be out of Moon Knight. Because we watched these around the same time. Um, <laughs> I think I've managed to like mash part of it together. I'm trying to remember if there is... Nope, that's not ringing any bells for me. No. Def- definitely not in this film. No. Possibly in Moon Knight, but I can't can't be sure. No. But back to the summary and the first point in the summary. Why the ever-loving fuck... Did they is, use the Arab Springs? The, yeah, the film They opened, could have just had the government shut down the dig because it's like... For any number of fucking it's reasons. It's the Egyptian government. They're allowed to do this shit and they're extremely protective of their archaeological heritage and it isn't... It, it's extremely common. I think it's actually it's like the end of the season. That's it. That's yeah, all. They go home. They discover the entrance at the end of the season, and they're told, "No, you have to wait till the start of the next season." And that's why they have to go in. And in fairness, the only reason that they have to go in against the wishes of the higher ups is so that there's nobody there to rescue them. Yeah. So that they go in and people don't know they're down there and oh, that, oh that's you the, snuck that's in the, after hours and something terrible the, happened. Part of oh, the peril no. is nobody's coming to rescue them. Yeah. Yeah, they could have accomplished it way simpler than tacking on this thing at the start where the documentary crew is like trying to navigate through Cairo and Cairo is basically burning to the ground. Yeah, and there's even a scene at the start where the documentary crew are getting hassled in a taxi. Yeah. And yeah, it was completely fucking unnecessary. And it was like, was it to make it relevant to the time? Because it was the most barest of connections other than the fact that it was like, oh, this thing is happening at the time and this film is also supposed to be set now. Yeah, but... The thing is, it's unless you knew it was the specific Arab Springs event, it doesn't really help with dating it. Well, no, a year comes up. It says 2013. Ah, okay. I but, missed that. So it was, and like when they're talking about satellites being new technology, then you know, that could put it anywhere from like early 2000s, like Google Earth. Oh, shit. no, no. They, 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 like, they specifically, like in the little kind of opening crawl bit, yeah. they, they, they talk about it. I don't know if they specifically mention the Arab Spring, but they say like... They're all about the political unrest in Egypt. Yeah. And then no, it comes but up like, in 2013. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like when they're talking about satellites and especially him being so resistant to them using satellites in archaeological digs. Do you remember when Google Earth came out originally and people were finding shit? Yeah. Using but, it? So like by no, have, I, giving it a fixed date, it's kind of fucked with it somehow as well. Well, like um, by saying it's, it's 2014 it's, and he's this resistant to satellites being used... Well, that's that's a whole other load of unnecessary bullshit. But at least that I can fathom a reason for his resistance towards the satellite technology is because it's bringing the attention off him and putting attention on his daughter. And he it's his dig site he wants, and he's discovered this massive new pyramid. He wants the attention, so that in universe, like in the film, I can make sense of that. 
I can't make sense of the Arab Spring thing. No, I just felt <coughs> really tacked on and unnecessarily puts a date on this. This doesn't have to be dated. Well, and I, I don't, like, don't, it I could don't literally mind. just be like, oh, satellites, blah, 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 new scans, we found this thing. And it doesn't have to be dated to a specific year. You could just have it in like early 2000s. Blah. I don't even mind that it's dated to a specific year. I just don't see the point in, in adding on the whole Arab Spring. No, it thing. adds nothing to the it story. It adds nothing to it. And there's any other number of ways they could have accomplished having the main characters go into the pyramid with nobody knowing. Like I said, just, uh, it's the end of the season. Well, they, Pack up your shit Well, no, home. they have a, they build in a perfect reason when they open up the tomb with the guy getting the, what's it called? The um, fungal thing? Aspergillus. Yeah, when you inhale... Um, it's it's like actually a, fumes from inside, just, just shitty old air that's been, been sealed, trapped inside a pyramid yeah. for however many thousands and of years. When they when they manage to like crack in, they find this this pyramid that's been like out in the desert, the three-sided pyramid. It's that's, incredibly special. That's, that's a yaddy, particularly yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. shitty bit of CGI when they break through and the, yeah. the dust cloud comes out. It looks crap, but it's only for like a second. Yeah. Yeah, they find this like three-sided pyramid that's been buried under the desert for like millennia. And there's a tunnel getting into it, so somebody's gotten into it before, and they're trying to break through into the tunnel. Well, yeah, they say that there's a an entrance because like the it's apex, only, but they don't. It's only the apex, like at the top. They don't establish that that tunnel was, but that's built by got, tomb robbers until got, much later in the film, though. But they know that that tunnel probably will be able to get them in. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so when they go to break into that, one of the workers ends up getting poisoned by this toxic air. That's reason enough for the government to shut down the dig until like the air quality improves in it. Yeah, they just they could have done it so like, many ways. Like they literally ways. could have just used that and given us more story on the site or more like development of the characters and the character interactions. Because once they get Plus, inside, you don't really give a shit about yeah, well, how they interact with each other or their prior prior relationships. Yeah, no. When, once they get inside the pyramid, everything that comes before it kind of doesn't matter. And that might sound like a negative thing, but it actually works in the film's favor because the first time we watched it. There was many things that annoyed us in the start of the <laughs> film, and it, it definitely framed our viewing of it. Uh, but when we went back to watch it the second time, I think because I knew, oh yeah, there's all this fun stuff in the pyramid, and there is some fun gore. Yeah, that I got past that and was able to really enjoy the stuff inside the pyramid. Yeah, but before we get inside the pyramid, <laughs> there's yeah. So you've this documentary film crew who's come because obviously three sided pyramid, millennial, blah 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 blah, huge new sensation. And they're interviewing this father-daughter archaeological team who've discovered this. And she's like the satellite whiz kid. And he's like real old school. Basically, yeah. He's, he's the old school man. Uh, and so, she's the new school woman. Yeah. And he, uh, he's... But neither of them go in for ancient alien bullshit. I'd no, like to point that out. No, neither of them don't. Um, Dennis O'Brien's character, or Dennis O'Hare's character. Because Dennis O'Brien would have been a completely different movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he just is this permanently exasperated kind of crotchety I will say refreshingly cautious for a horror film character yeah he's the he's voice like, of reason he's like no we're not going into the pyramid they're telling us we can't go into the pyramid we're not going in and they <laughs> convince him to send in the robot and then the robot gets smashed and they have to go in and get the robot and he's like well we're only going in like very briefly to get the robot and, and get out and then we're going straight back out and m- most of the time he makes sensible decisions yeah which is nice yeah, except for, you know, he didn't notice as tether. Like, one tether, what are you doing? Yeah. He didn't notice the tether snapped. Yeah, that that wasn't really perhaps smart on his part, all right. No. But the bit where he's getting interviewed at the start. Oh, really, with Sonny. Really, Sonny, really the, um, the news, the reporter, lady documentary interviewer person. How yeah, they make, they make out like they're a news crew in terms of the way she's talking about it and like her like job that she's like, actually like reporting on it live yeah but then other times she's talking about it like it's documentary and like oh there goes my Emmy is one of the lines she has and she's also I'm a tough independent badass woman uh, she's, the, she's the character I like the least in this film to be honest with you she's a, she is quite annoying there's one or two moments only because I know people who rock climb where she's like I'm gonna shimmy up this brace myself and shimmy up this tunnel and she's in completely the wrong Brace uh, position. Yeah, that that, that cl- like climbers would never use that. But but more importantly, she uses a specific, or she explains a specific. Oh, the media training technique. thing. Yeah, and that's what really annoys me. 
she sits down to interview Holden, the, the father. Yeah. And she says, when I ask you a question, I want you to incorporate the question into your answer. The same way you do in essays. It's a, it's a really common interview technique, especially for documentaries, because it means you can cut the interviewer out entirely. Yeah. But you still know what questions they were asking. So she says, oh, so if I say, what is your name? He says, Miles Holden. And she goes, no. And he says, oh, sorry, my name is Miles Holden. And she goes, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And then she asks him a question and he just starts waffling away without incorporating the question into the answer. And I was like, oh, she's going to call him out on it because we've just literally had that bit explained to us. And no, she doesn't. Yeah, she She just just lets him him waffle on. And I was like, what the fuck was the point in saying it to him then? Sorry, that just annoyed me because it was like, why why would you specifically tell somebody, give somebody instructions and then when they've clearly not followed them, just leave them Especially when you seem to be really like type A fucking personality. (laughs) Yeah. Like that shit would probably bother the fuck out of you and you'd make them do it right. It bothered the fuck out of me. I know. (laughs) But I was, for a... A, in, in world, she should have called him out. B, why would you write that scene and then not have her call him out? I don't know. Yeah, I just, blah. (laughs) (laughs) That one just hurts me. That one really hurts me. (laughs) Also, why was there the random reference to dogs? There being loads of dogs there and you see one dog. Uh, They're like, there's freaking dogs everywhere. It establishes when, when Shorty gets Oh yeah, they're like, oh, a dog got in. Yeah, when the little robot rover gets taken out, they say it was a dog. But I also... I also think it's supposed to be because it's just as they're getting there and they're opening the pyramid and, and animals know evil. Animals so, do know So the evil. dog is barking at the evil inside the pyramid. And not running away like a good dog should. Well, they just bugger off then because we don't see any actual dogs inside the pyramid. No. But Fitzy and Zaheer are about the only two of the main characters we haven't mentioned. We've, well, briefly mentioned Nora. She's not bad either, actually. Nora's kind of fun. Nora, yeah, there's some unnecessary nudity on the behalf of Nora. That's just Zaheer perving on her with Shorty the little robot. Yeah. And I was just like, that's weird. Yeah, and then he makes the comment that everything that Shorty views, not just when it's recording, everything that the camera sees is recorded and sent to the command center, which we later find out is fucking NASA. And then we find out that that's his girlfriend. And it's like, dude, so, what? Yeah, he's Massive just... Massive violation of privacy. Like, he doesn't say it to... Like, he tells her that everything's been recorded, but he, she doesn't realise that it's watching her. It's oh, no, really, she does. She has copped that. Yeah, but like... Because that's she, why he, like, buggers she, off to the she campfire. She was changing, though. It's just... It's really weird and kind of gross and very bizarre. And, yeah, re- I don't understand why it's there. Yeah, again, there's any other number of ways they could have established that they were in a it's relationship. That the story's really, really messy until they actually get into the pyramid. Yeah, the esta- all the establishing stuff. It's like they were like, <laughs> I, oh, I'm we gonna have- guess that when they wrote it, they came up with all the pyramid stuff, and they were like, right, how do we get them in there? <laughs> <laughs> and wrote that part last because it, yeah, it is the the opening act is the weakest part of this film by far. Yeah, but yeah, w- w- once you get inside, it doesn't really matter. No, 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 no. And once again, so everything starts going to shit. Because, of course. Of course. Because they have, what, like two hours to get Shorty and get out. So, because they, they, they decide to go again. So they're being shut down until they have to get out because the Egyptian government are pulling all the research teams because it's no longer safe. Yeah. Told by a definitely uh, not actor. I reckon that's probably an executive producer who was like, let me have a go. <laughs> yeah. Delivering it from the other side of the screen, being like a college professor, being like, the Egyptian government are shutting you down, Miles. There's nobody, nothing I can do. Nobody wants to give him direction. <laughs> well, yeah, especially if he's a producer for the film. It's like, yeah, well done. Well done, sir. <laughs> Please leave. <laughs> but they have, yeah, what? They have 24, 48 hours to get out of there. There's, There's a 24 hours to get out. There and goes. they have to basically return the dig site to how they found it as well. So they got a lot of shit to do. In the meantime, fucking genius Nora and Thingy Mavobs are like, oh, we're going to send in... Send in Shorty. Send in Shorty. Have a look around to get some stuff, you know, to bring back. They convince him. They're like, look, nobody's going to go in. He's already put the foot down about people not going into the site because of the toxic air. He's like, no, it's not safe. Nobody's let in. Goes, okay, fine. We'll send him in. Take some readings, blah, blah, blah. In and out. Quick job. You know, nobody's going to know. The security guard for the site is not happy about any of this. 
Poor well, bastard. <laughs> we get a name for him. He is Corporal Shadid. Oh, poor He's the Shadid. real hero. Shadid is the real hero of all this. He just wants them to fuck off. Yeah. Because he wants to fuck off from the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Because they literally are in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And he's like, fine, you can have two hours. Go and do your shit, fucking scientist, then piss off. Yeah. And they go in and Jordy more or less immediately gets attacked by yeah. random. They, they, they think it's a dog. And Something they're like, well, like, now we've got to go in and get Shorty. Because otherwise with NASA, it's like, is it's on loan from NASA? Yeah, that's where we find out it's on loan from NASA. Yeah, he had mentioned previously that the chassis was built. It's the similar to the chassis that NASA built for the Mars rovers. Yeah. He never states that it's on loan from NASA until it gets fucking broken. Yeah. And then he's like, does he not understand how this works? I was like, none of us understood how this works here. You've just explained it to us right this second. You lost a million dollar bot. Well, Especially when it, when it breaks and he's all like, they're like, what, is it fucked? And he's like, wait, 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 wait. And he touches like two paddles and then he's like, nah. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, what was that going to do? He's got no power. We're going to have to go and get him because we can't leave him there. And he's like, I just love the, the fact that he's like, what's NASA going to do when they find out we lost their robot? It's like, dude, you didn't lose it. Well, Fitzy says that. He's like, you didn't lose it. You know exactly where it is. It's yeah, inside the pyramid. Yeah, it's safe there. We're just going to seal it up. We'll come back and get it later. Like, yeah, because Fitzy doesn't want to go in. No, poor Fitzy. Fitzy's the one I really feel for. Because at first... Fitzy's Z- like, I'm cool to sit out over here. And they're like, no, you're the cameraman. Go. Don't those poor Well, it's because yeah, initially it's Zaheer is like, I, no, I have honestly, to go in and like, get it. How many horror films do the poor documentary film crew who really don't want to be there... Who would rather go home? But that's what I'm trying to say. Poor Fitzy doesn't want even want to go in. So here's like, I have to go and get my robot. And Nora's like, I'm your girlfriend and I know Pyramid, so I'm going to go in and keep you safe. And Holden's like, I'm your dad. You're not going in without me. No, and then no, no. fucking Sonny pipes up Holden's and is like, like, Oh, I'll go in with fucking Zaheer to get the robot. Oh, so you don't have to go in. Yeah. And then she's like, If you, you're fucking stupid. Oh, if yeah, you I'm think not, I'm yeah, passing not, the opportunity. Yeah. Those three and Sonny is like, we go where you go. And Fitzy's like, I, I'm no, cool. I'll, I'll stay out here. And she's like, no, you're getting your ass into that pyramid. Stupid Sonny. But then they find out that Thingy's got her own camera. Just, yeah, can we just use that footage? Cheers, I'm not going in there. Actually, yeah, at that point, Fitzy should have been like, no, she's got a camera. Like, yeah, yeah her do it. But then Sonny's like, when because the, they have to wear respirators going into the pyramid because obviously weird, crazy, toxic air. You've already seen a guy foaming out the mouth all rabid. Yeah. And Sonny's like, oh my God, are they going to really make us worthy? No, that's Fitzy. Fitzy keeps bitching about the masks. Yeah, Fitzy was one of those ones who wore it below his nose, wasn't he? <laughs> well, yeah, Fitzy later on in the film moves the mask oh. off his face so he can hear somebody better. Oh, that annoyed me so much. Yep. Pre, <laughs> pre-pandemic, this is what, like five years pre-pandemic or six years pre-pandemic. But watching it post-pandemic, I'm like, you don't need to move your mask to hear people better, you fucking idiot, Fitzy. In fairness, I do when I'm driving. I turn down the radio to see that, like, to when you're approaching the, your destination. Yeah, to find the place that's, better. That's, a, that's entirely different. <laughs> the the first time we watched this film, Fitzy really annoyed me, and then when we watched it the second time, Sunny really annoyed me. She annoyed me the first time, but she really annoyed her me. Her death time. is extreme. Spoiler: She dies. Who cares? Yeah, um, she. Yeah, she's the one. Her death is extremely satisfying when it does happen. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. But yeah, the second time around, I think she annoyed me more because I knew she was annoying. But Fitzy actually the, the grew media, on me. The media question really, really stuck in your craw this time. No, that that's just stupid. It's the way she acts inside the pyramid pisses me off. Because she swings wildly between, I know what I'm doing, then freaking out. And yeah. then accusing people and then just straight up screaming in people's faces. And it's just, she's just annoying. And yeah, I'm absolutely happy when she dies. <laughs> but Fitzy has... He's charmingly annoying in some ways. It, I think it's the way he acts toward the longer they're in the pyramid. He does start to kind of take responsibility and actually try and be helpful. Yeah. Whereas she seems to go the other way and devolve. Yeah, she's completely like, fuck you, I'm getting out. On my own. Well, she doesn't run off on her own. but Yeah, but she's like, I can get up here. I can do this thing. I can do it all on my own. Yeah, sorry, so he pisses me off. <laughs> she does go, yeah, she really just goes off the deep end. Well, I suppose she does have sepsis, doesn't she? Does she? Well, she's got, she gets scratched by the, the sphinx cats that are running around the pyramid. 
when she goes up the tunnel, she gets yeah. scratched in the face. And then there's that bit where Fitzy's like, Sonny, your eye's not looking too good. And she's all like horrible and infected. And... Ew, I missed that. Really? Yeah. Like, well, then they all get infected by the fungal air shit anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah, her face and her eye are all bleh, horrible because of the scratch. So yeah, maybe is that, are they supposed to be saying that she's got a bit, woo, cat scratch fever, crazy? Or is the do the cat? That would be a bit on the nose, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it takes more than one cat scratch to get cat scratch fever. Well, not if they've been trapped inside a pyramid for thousands of years, and they're and all eat, like eating each other and shitting all over the place, <laughs> and they're all like scabby and fucking. They really do. I know I'm saying it, but they really do talk about shit a lot. They do. There's about ten or fifteen minutes where they just keep talking about the smell of shit after they get lost immediately. Because <laughs> yeah, they get inside the pyramid and they go down the like access tunnel. Oh, oh! But before that, before they they go into the pyramid, get lost, and fall down, um, <laughs> they fall down so much. Yes, they do, and we, they get back up remarkably quickly for how far some of them do fall. Well, it's mainly just one big fall. Yeah, but that hurt. Uh, I'd say so. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we should we should probably talk about you know the other main character that we've kind of neglected being Nora. Well, I mean, we mentioned her a little bit already, saying that she was like she's the, the new daughter archaeologist. Yeah, she's the daughter. There's some rivalry. She's having a fling thing with the robot guy. With Zaheer, yeah. Zaheer. Yeah, we don't really care about that, though. No. No, Nora's kind of fun. Yeah. She's definitely more fun than fucking Sonny, anyway. Sonny just is all over the place. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, I just, I really, really, really dislike Sonny as a character. Yeah, no. But like, Nora well, is... well, she really fucking annoys you by not correcting him on the question thing. Nora is kind of a little bit more steady, Character-wise, she's a scientist first and foremost. Like, you, when they're geared up to go down into the tunnel, she has the little head-mounted camera. And she's like, "It's I don't want to miss anything. This is my journal, so I'll have this. Like, and she's kind of, she she's a bit more level-headed. Yeah, where I was saying I liked Holden because he was a horror movie character who makes sensible decisions. Yeah. She, her decisions, it's not that her decisions are insensible. Her problem is that she's just, She's too excited to get in there and isn't considering the risks. Yeah. But beyond that, once like once shit goes down in the pyramid, she is mostly trying to get her way out with the occasional like, oh, oh, this thing's really interesting. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, we we gotta get out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, shiny. But I do like the scene. We we've, we've already said that Zahir gets squished by a big old rock. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't die, but they have to leave him. Yeah. And not long after they leave him, in fairness. Because in fa- yeah, like he's he got like one leg stuck underneath it, and there's no, he's not. You're not moving that without at least you know. Well, they attempt to several only- burly men and yeah. a blood transfusion and like an entire hospital yeah it's, it just... <laughs> it's not gonna be pretty like you're not getting out of him out of there with just like four of you no best to try and find your way out and then get somebody to come yeah, back and help him because the second they lift that off it's a crush injury that's it he's gonna bleed out but it doesn't matter because the big bad comes and steals him away yeah something like drags him off that's what I like is when they hear him screaming they, they've just heard your man Corporal Shadi. They've realised he's inside, come inside the yeah. pyramid looking for them. And uh, it may be not the best idea to split up in a horror film. But, no, but at the same time, give, given the situation, they're like, right, you go and find Shadid. Yeah. We're going to go back and see what's wrong with Zahir. And they go back and Zahir's just gone. And there's a big old blood trail leading off and up the hole. But that scene with Nora and Holden, I really like that because it's actually... It's quite believable. Like she, yeah, it, her, her panic and her grief. Yeah, and he's he's her father for, in that scene. Yeah. First and foremost, he's her dad, and he's trying to con- like console her and calm her down, and at the same time be realistic to what's going on. Yeah, we. He's like, I, he's like, I get it, I get it. He's your love, but yeah, but we, we gotta, have to go. We have to get out of here because whatever's gotten him is probably going yeah, to come we, back. We for can't, us. we can't help him. It's a horrible thing like, that happened, but we need to. Yeah, go. you need to get up. Um, like he stops just short of a good slap because she's she is on the verge of of hysteria. Oh yeah, she absolutely is, and it's it's not overplayed. And I think that's one of the things that I like about it because the pair of them together actually have a really really fun dynamic the whole way through from the bickering at the start. Yeah, where she's going on about, and about new technologies and her ideas. And then about it how gets a little bit heated between them and then it cuts back to them and they're both kind of a little bit terse with each other. Yeah. 
then something will happen like they'll have a breakthrough and the pair of them are like little kids on Christmas yeah and it's really There's... really fun to see because they are believable as a, as a father and daughter oh yeah no they they're they don't like veer between being at each other's throats and being all excited like you were saying or anything. It's yeah. a real natural relationship that, yeah. that you get between them. It is just and like, like their shared love of the subject matter as well. Yeah. And you can see that he just wants her to just hold Damn. back a little bit. Yes. Okay. This pyramid is buried under the desert and might be as old as you think it is. But at the same time, you're very early in your career and you don't want to be like loudly proclaiming ridiculous theories. Ah, uh, Daniel Jackson. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to name Daniel Jackson on it. <laughs> like, calm down. And I think, yeah, Nora Holden and Fitzy are probably the most... Fitzy's so much fun. So here's... Uh, so here's a perv and he's not around very long and no. Sonny uh, I have made my opinion very clear on Sonny yeah. and Shadid is the real hero but unfortunately he doesn't last too long either no poor Shadid <laughs> you feel really sorry for Shadid all that happened was that he was like assigned that area well, yeah, he was like don't go in there don't go in there he don't go in family goddammit go in there for two hours and then we don't see it but obviously he went they've been much longer than two hours I'd better go and get these fucking idiots out of the pyramid finds them and then immediately gets killed by the monster Spoiler. In quite a nice way. Yeah, no, that's one it, of the, That's a squishy death. Yeah, that's a really nice death. And uh, I don't, like, I don't want to go super full spoiler on this, but I don't feel too bad because it's one of those films where everybody dies. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm not going to... It's that kind of monster film because yeah. they're, they're, they are trapped in this labyrinth pyramid with this, like, entity that's yeah. been there for... Bleh. And also other, there's other things in there. Yeah. Shitting everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not going to have, maybe one of them would get out. If that. You can tell, yeah, you can tell as it's progressing. It's that kind of film. There's only five people go in and then Portia D comes in to try and help and and doesn't last very long. But that's one of the, given we bitched about shitty CGI earlier. That's one of the really nice bits of CGI because you don't see much of the monster and the effect of of how he dies is just it's really nicely done but while the CGI for the monster is shitty mostly um, the visuals and like the sets inside the pyramid are actually really nice like I really like how everything is really tightly framed you do Mm. get a nice sense of claustrophobia off it it's all narrow corridors and then small chambers with other smaller little corridors leading off them and yeah, it, it's a proper, like, old-style pyramid. And, like, especially if you've ever seen Mapping or played Assassin's Creed um, Origins. Origins, running around inside the Pyramid of Kefu. Kefu? Oh, any of them. You can get but it is, like, it's a little, like, tiny, like, be a tiny little crawl space and long, narrow tunnels and into grand chambers, but because yeah. various bits have been blocked up. You're stuck with all these weird passageways that, like, end midway down. And Yeah, they're not... They're not designed... Well, they're not designed for the living. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not designed for the living. No. So, yeah, the architecture doesn't necessarily make sense. And they do they do a really good job of capturing it. We bitched about some of their loose use of Egyptian mythology and, and history. Yeah. But I quite like the sense of it and the feel that you get once you're inside the pyramid, particularly the way they have lots of hieroglyphics. Like, at least three or four times they stop to discuss hieroglyphics. And I know you're inside a pyramid, you're gonna. Yeah. But... I like the way they do where they talk about the Book of the Dead and they're mostly right about what the Book of the Dead is for. Yeah. I just like the fact that when they fall, they fall into a room and all the doors are barred up, Mm. but they're all sealed. They all have that beautiful, I don't know if you've ever seen the photographs of Tutankhamun's the seal before it was broken. Yeah. The intricate knot with the, the wax sealing over it. Yeah. And all the doors on the inside of that room are sealed like that. But yeah. there's no skeleton in there. Yeah, it's fucking creepy, man. <laughs> yeah, and and as they as they go deeper into the pyramid, it, it starts to resemble less of a normal pyramid, and there's more. It's almost like a crypt. Yeah, it, 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 it becomes, it becomes that more, more crypt like. It's less ornate and ostentatious, and becomes utilitarian and bleak. Yeah, and and it, again, it makes sense because if this thing's supposed to be as as old as it is, yeah, you're traveling down through. Yeah, as the, well, the bottom the is probably layers. the bottom is probably where they started, so yeah. it's the oldest. <laughs> it's kind of hard to build a pyramid from the top. Yes, <laughs> you need to work on levitation pretty well first. 
But there's also, uh, I really like the use of dark in this. And and considering the amount of bitching we've done about the film, the, the use of dark and light is really good, I think. I like the fact that it, it is mostly, because it's supposed to be fan footage, except for this mysterious third-person camera angle that you get on occasion, there, this it, is, goes this into, is the, the it goes into cinematic mode. This is the magical, <laughs> the magical camera crew that I refer to in the summary. Yeah. Yeah, it goes into freaking cinematic mode at points. It's hilarious. Yeah, and probably the last big point of bitchiness that I have for this film. Up until they go into the pyramid, it's all... Well, it's it's all framed as if it's found footage. And I think even one of the tags for the film is found footage. It is mostly. But they're just every now and again is a weird third-party camera angle. There's none until they get inside the pyramid. Once yeah. When they're outside the pyramid, it's all watching it. It's all Fitzy's, It's all Fitzy's camera or Shorty's camera. Or her head camera. Or, yeah, then a bit of her head camera when they start to go into the pyramid. But once they get through the tunnel and into the pyramid proper, there's a shot from, like, way, way far away in the dark as you see them breaking through. And it's like, hang on, what? <laughs> and from then on... As and when they please, there are third-person shots that maybe couldn't possibly be from anybody I, no, holding a camera. hang on, hang on, hang on. Maybe it's Thingy watching them. If it's supposed to be found footage, there can't, can't be, be third-person <laughs> shots. It doesn't work that way. And, uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's a bit... I mean, if you can get past it, it's not too annoying. But, again, <laughs> the, first time, the first time we it watched it... It doesn't actually bother me at all because I'm enjoying the screaming and the mashing and the running and all of that much... Yeah, again, I'm enjoying I think, that, so it doesn't it doesn't really I bother me. I definitely enjoy. Then it. again, my introduction to fame footage was the fucking Blair Witch Project. So anything, I think that a, was every most people's introduction yeah, to fame footage. That yeah, anything's a step up from that. I don't mind the odd third person shot as long as it's not up somebody's nose while they're crying violently. But I just, <laughs> it's just weird. I know it's just it's why, a weird choice. Yeah, it's just a weird choice. Like because they could have. They could have put more cameras on people. They could have had a camera on Steve. They could have had, like... Because that would have been fun, actually, if he had had, like, well, a camera. Why, why did it have to... Be, like, it didn't have to be found footage. Yeah. Like, they could have just had... Like, like, they could have had the camera crew there fine, but they could have had other establishing shots and stuff like that in the first part of the film. But for the first half an hour, it is clearly just those two cameras, Fitzy's yeah. and Shorty's well, and nothing else. Well, even in the intro as well, it's like a documentary film crew go to see this thing and this is what was found. Or does it say this I, as I, well as fame? But like I the basic, can't even remember, the way it's framed in yeah. the introductory text is that oh, okay, you're seeing what this film crew filmed. Basically, mm. that's what you're expecting to see. So um, it's, yeah, there is a couple. There's there's one or two shots where it does kind of not make sense. The rest of the time, I don't really mind it. For when they're running around inside the pyramid, when they're like full on cheesing it down those yeah. narrow corridors, I'm quite happy with the third person view. Yeah, no, it, it, it's not there that many times. It's just one of those things that, that, that my old yeah. thing, if, if you establish something, fucking stick to it. Yeah. Like, don't make it a fan footage and then just randomly throw in third person shots. If you want to throw in third person shots, just make it a normal film. That's fine. It, it would have been fine that way too. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know. Back to the, the, the good use of light and dark because it is just supposed to be yeah, it's these act- cameras with their lights and their torches. They they have a really good use. It's not too dark. It's just the right amount of dark. Yeah, no, it's really, really well lit. Like, you're never struggling to watch it because of the propensity of movies nowadays to make shit just, like, so fucking dark you can't see any of the details. Well, I mean, you're we were never- giving out about AVP yeah. and even Pandorum to a lesser degree. I didn't watch it, but apparently... June was terrible for it, too. Game of Thrones apparently was just the worst thing that ever happened. Like, that, like people just couldn't fucking see anything. I didn't watch it, but I saw no. like, screen grabs and stuff of it. Whereas this is dark, but not overpowering. No, and if you can't see, it's because you're not supposed to be able to. Yeah, like scenes the, where the, they the turn moments, off their torches. But and there stuff. is moments as well where they're like you. They're clearly in a gloomy room, but they're looking down a, a passage that just gets darker and darker and darker, and you can feel that inky blackness mm. because there's some ambient light coming in. Yeah. Like, if there was a scene like that in AVP, you wouldn't really fucking know. Well, there is. There's the one where they go down the drain, down into the queen chamber. But because the rest of it's so dark, you don't really get any sense of yeah going into the spooky darkness. <laughs> yeah, no. Whereas so think- in this, you are very much going, I don't want to go in there. Oh, that that dark yeah. has weight. Yeah, no, it definitely does. And it, it, it seems to, like... 
Like, I don't even want to throw a flare in there because I don't want to see what's in there because whatever's in there can stay in there and I ain't having it. No, and it's just, yeah, it's just easy <laughs> to absorb the light around it. And there is, there's, there's quite a few shots of... It's cl- just climb, voids. Climbing up shafts or through tunnels <sighs> and you can see one or two of the characters and then, yeah, behind them, the, the tunnel or the shaft just void, yeah. disappears into And you have no sense void. of, like, how, where you are within the... Like, all sense of direction is gone. Mm. The sound editing in it is really good as well. Yeah. That it really helps to add to that because you get weird echoes and things sounded far Shitters. away, but then they're quite close to you. And yeah, and things scratching and scraping that are maybe they're rodents, maybe it's a dog. It, like, is it a something? Is it is it help? <laughs> Please <laughs> yeah, be <I> help. <laughs> the, the atmosphere that they create inside the pyramid is is the best thing about this film. Yeah, no, the, the, I was just going to say, I think the three weakest points about this film are probably. The one or two characters that we don't like. Yeah. The narrative's not great and the CGI is pretty pants. But the the stuff inside the pyramid, the atmosphere, the gore, it's even again, some of the acting is is really good. Yeah. Some of it's not great. And some of it's probably choices of the, the director and the script rather than the actor themselves. Yes. But there's I'd say there's more to enjoy in this film than not. Yeah. But it it, it was a surprising the first watch it was might su- not be great. Yeah. It's a surprising rewatch. Yeah, no, definitely. It, it that's was, that's why was, we're podcasting about yeah, it. Yeah, it, it was a pleasant surprise to go back to it and be like, oh, hang on, hang, hang on. Yeah, especially because it, it was the opposite of what we had had with Pathology. I know we discussed it briefly at the start, but yeah. Pathology, we were like, oh, that was fun and silly and shit. And we'll be able to rag on it. And we watched it and it was crap. And this, we were like, I think oh, that was definitely may... silly and shit. We can rag on it. And we watched it. And it was a bit better than yeah. we expected. I think pathology may have been coloured by the company in which we watched it originally. And we haven't watched it since then. And I think that's what it was. Yeah, I think it, yeah, we, we kind of uh, mystery science theatered it yeah. while we were watching it. Yeah, I think there was Probably a group of that. us. And that is, I think that's where the, the love of it comes from. But the movie itself is actually shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that was definitely Memories. disappointing. Whereas this was this was definitely a surprising second watch. Yeah, check it out. It's fun. Like if you, it's a really fun kind of Halloweeny movie because it is it is a monster mash. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a it's a monster flick. It's it, and it's, it's actually quite fun, and it's nice to have. I haven't like I enjoy cheesy cheesy horror films. Yeah, I love do. like all like monster movies well, actually, and mummy movies, and this is very much a modern version of those. Yeah, and it was it was nice that they didn't just go for a mummy. Yeah, we haven't really given away what the monster is actually, so I suppose we shouldn't. No, <laughs> it's very fun. It's, it's very it's fun. Very, do, very fun. You do get your traditional nods to it as well, where you have like a sand trap. Yes, and you have a pit of spikes and a couple other bits. But yeah, like, there's you've got all your like kind of little Indiana Jones moments. Yeah, what I, what I really like about the sand trap bit is just as they walk into where they walk into this corridor and something bad had, had previously happened to them, or a few things probably at this point. <laughs> Many bad things happened to them. Hol- oh. Holden says to everybody as they walk into this corridor, "Don't touch anything." And there's three. See, that just sets off my squirrel brain. Yeah, but apparently it sets off his own fucking squirrel brain because there's three like stones, three rectangular stones suspended by rope. Oh, I'm touching it. And at this up to this point, we've I'm, seen, I'm the yeah, no, I'm already swinging off the middle. It's one, the first time we've seen shrieking. any rope, any sort of suspended stone or anything in the pyramid, and he like rubs on it. And then the trap starts and Fitzy looks at him and is like, "Didn't you just say don't yeah. touch anything?" Yeah. It's like, "Yes, yes you did." You Hold well him. done. You have graduated to scientist on an alien expedition. <laughs> yeah, because he was so sensible up to that yeah. point. Well, mostly sensible. They all do <laughs> stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, no, you do. You have you have nice little nods to the old one, but there's enough of the new stuff as well. Maybe I mean, maybe that was why they tried to to throw in things like the the satellites and Shorty and Just the, to and the very very ill advised Arab Spring bit. Yeah, to try and make it more updated. But. There was enough in the fact that, oh, this is a slightly different pyramid like anything else we've seen. So it sets up. Yeah. There's it's horrors a weird, inside. It's a weird, creepy pyramid. Let's go see what's in it. Yeah. It seems like fun. I don't need anything else than that. Like, I'm very easily entertained, though. We are, both. Yeah. Uh, um, but I like things to be simple. Like, I lost my fucking mind when they announced Transformers. I, like, full on lost it. We happened to be in Finland, realized it was out in Finland yeah, before we it was coming out here. So we immediately went to our friend and was like, 
take us to the cinema. Yeah, watch it in Finnish with English subtitles. And yeah, had a great time. But the thing that ruined it for me was the fact that when he transforms, there's so... Many of them transform. There's so much shit going on that you can't really take it in. Yeah. Oh and yeah, like, I mean, like, don't I, don't I make a film about giant simplicity. robots that transform into cars called Transformers and not show us the transformations. Yeah, but I appreciate simplicity in things. Yeah. I think sometimes you can throw so much shit at it, like it's like dumping glitter on it ain't gonna help, baby. It's ruined. Yeah, and they don't. There's they don't no unnecessary subplots which or I really like. It, really. Yeah, beyond well, Zahir and Nora's relationship yeah, a little care. bit, but. Eh. Don't care. Yeah. It, that that just sets up her reaction to his corpse being dragged off. Yeah, that's and fine. That's, and that gives you a lovely little father-daughter moment, which is also accompanied with, come on, we need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. So and it, also serves to set up the group, to separate the group. Yeah. Which leads to more shenanigans. True. <laughs> True. But yeah, no, beyond beyond that, there's not like a bunch of subplots or anything like that. It's no, basically it's they, they go them. in, they get lost really quickly. Yeah. And in then fairness, have to try and find I got lost on a ferry for four hours. So it happens, okay? Yeah, but I mean I like, can they, get lost in my own house. They they like walk into the well, pyramid, he, yeah. take one turn, go into a chamber and then go up into the room above that chamber. Yeah. And then they come down and they're like, Hey, how did we get in here? Yeah, because his high tension rope thing snaps because somebody stood on it, and I was like, "That's hardly high tension if standing on it breaks it. That's twine. That's not even bailing twine. That's how shit that is." Yeah, and it's never mentioned again. So I was like, "Yeah, why, why bother setting it up?" It's, and it's not like you know, oh, something. something it's not an unbreakable diamond tether. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> and they don't like find it later or yeah, just you know like find the end twanged. of the rope later and then so yeah that was like yeah because why didn't they just look why? for the end of it like if, if it broke before he went up into the apex it would be lying somewhere all you have to do is go down check a couple of feet down each corridor and you'd find it yeah they, why they, did they do that like it they would be, suffer from about it would have been so much fun if they had done that and couldn't find it and then got lost subsequently and been like oh shit what happened and like implying that something had like dragged away the rope yeah they they kind of suffer from a like five or ten minute bout of extreme stupidity once they enter the yeah, once it, once they get lost they start acting mostly sensible again but but in order to get themselves lost they act they, very stupidly yeah yeah not not a group of people you want to be with in so, like a fucking- so maybe we keep saying that once you get inside the pyramid it's great fun maybe from after about five minutes inside the pyramid. once they all inhale enough of that moldy toxic air to start hallucinating wildly shit what. I was talking about unnecessary subplots. Yeah. That one, that, that kind of is one. Because, well, they use it as an excuse to send, sh- that's why they send Shorty in. But when they're in the pyramid, yeah, some of them actually start to suffer from it. Uh, Holden suffers from it. You see Fitzy with it. You see Nora with it. Um, yeah. And I don't know if you see Sonny with it, but she's got the total but- sepsis thing going on. But then it doesn't actually, it doesn't kill any of them. So, yeah, that kind of is an unnecessary subplot. Yeah. I'll let them away with it. Eh. <laughs> I'm going to let them away with it. Well, I'm also going to, you know, they're trapped in a closet. Well, yeah. no, And I, they can't get out. And, you know, you are going to start freaking out. Just look at the hole. In fairness. Well, in I four suppose, days, they all, like, fucking killed well, each other. Well, the flip side of that coin is they'd set it up. So if they didn't start to get infected by it, alternate mono might have been like, hey, how come they set up this fungal thing and none of them got affected by it when they took their masks off? So I suppose they were consistent there. That. <laughs> that thing. That thing. Yes. But anything else that you particularly liked or disliked about it? Um, yeah, it's an alright film. It's it's a laugh. Yeah, no, it is. It's a laugh. It's a laugh. Um, it's good, you know, when you're shoveling food in your face and you want to watch something on a Saturday evening. Yeah, I think... Uh, uh, Most of the films I enjoy are mindless, let me shovel food in my mouth and have a good old laugh. Yes. Which generally <laughs> happens to involve a lot of gore because that's just funny no there is <laughs> there's there's some nice gore there's some nice chases there's uh, there's one or two really good real act. good jump scares in it yeah like when they send in the robot first and something goes boom past yeah. it and you're like what the fuck was that because you don't want whatever that. that thing is you don't want it fucking near you and and Shadid's death oh is, it's crunchy yeah it's a jump scare done right as well yeah there's there's a couple of them in there that are, are really nice yeah, no, it's not. It's not Oscar winning. Mind you, nothing we cover is Oscar winning. No. Well, maybe a few things are now that we've done things like our brother right there. No. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was worth the watch. Well, we were definitely worth the second watch because we really enjoyed it on the yeah. second watch. 
Yeah, if you like Dennis O'Hare as well and you like what he did and anything he's done in like American Horror Story in particular, this this is a really different side. Well, that was the main reason why we watched it. We yeah. were like, Dennis because O'Hare like, in Egyptian Horror, we'll give it a shot. Yeah, like they, it's a very different side to him as well, which is nice to see. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. But I think that more or less covers everything that, yes. that I wanted to say about the pyramid. Yeah. But we will be back next week as ever. Um, I, I think we might be nearly... No, we have one more decided film and then after that we're back into the usual monorail's uh, territory. Of well, that worked because at the moment we, we've got a busted projector. Uh, well, you, well, yeah, we're going to have to find things online. Yeah. We maybe even have to resort to pirating stuff. Yeah. Shh, didn't say that. No, didn't say that. <laughs> Fully legal means, of course. Oh, yes. Fully legal. But yeah, no, we're, we're, we're very nearly getting back to... I have no idea what we're covering again. But it's well especially as well because we're going into November which is that in between month of absolute shyness that's kind of the it's like February yeah it's just but, their <laughs> occupying time yeah but we still have two more weeks of October rants left one one decided and one kind of half decided <laughs> yes and you'll find out next week what they are but in the meantime guys thanks for joining us if you want you can head back and check out our other episodes and our other podcast Mono Rants the Boys and you can come and find us on the socials on Twitter at RantsMono, on Instagram at MonoRants underscore the underscore boys. And you can send your own rants to MonoRantsPodcast at gmail.com. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. You got real Tony to the tiger on the Twitter handle there. Did I? Yeah, you went RantsMono. <laughs> Do you want to say goodbye there? Bye-bye. We are Science Fiction Remnant. This is the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. We are the Caribbean Science Fiction Network. We are Mono Rats. We are One Accord Level 2 Podcast. This is Jesse from Sudden But Inevitable and Open Pike Night. This is Sci-Fi.